I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome everyone back to the Super Rugby Podcast with your host Damien Warren and Toby Harris. What a weekend of rugby it has been. There has been some highs for so many teams, namely the four New Zealand teams that have made it through and some lows for all those that missed out through just some amazing play at times, some luck at times and some poor refereeing at other times. Oh, you must be out of breath, mate. You're talking a lot just there. Fantastic weekend of rugby, though, eh? Oh, Honestly, amazing, yeah. for, as a Kiwi and supporting Kiwi teams, it was. It did come down to the wire, though. Yeah, I mean, there's so know, many games came all, down to the wire. A couple of our teams had to wait for other results to come in, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, it all came down to the Lions and Bulls yeah, match, yeah. and what a match that was I as know, well. Fantastic. Ah, uh, the Bulls looked like a million dollars. Potentially the fastest try in Super Rugby? Yes, the fastest try in Super Rugby. No. No. Wrong. I know, I'm going to talk about it later though, it's fantastic, it is good. Anyway, we must not digress for any longer, Toes. We've got our fantastic listeners' questions and you're going to hit us off with the first one. So the first one, Damo, is from Gary Pickering. Now we've had one from him. Yeah, he's one of my one of my favourite ever comments. He was a Rupini comment was, saying yeah. that he needed to be in. You also missed off from that comment that he would pick Rupini before the KFC days. <laughs> yeah. Let's not go into that. Let's not go into that. Anyway, mate, Gary has said, Hey, guys, well, I hear that the Sunwolves will be having a garage sale soon. They will be. They will be, yeah. <laughs> Leon McDonald better get his checkbook out for Hayden Parker and Masarewa. Oh, absolutely, We've yeah. talked about this. And also the scrum half. Also the scrum oh, half. Oh, yeah, he's not bad. He's, he's a very, bad. very good player, yeah. Um we need a 10 that can kick and a centre who can step and create to replace Williams. I reckon Parker would be a great fit for the Blues. He has great game management and kicks goals like it's his job. Yeah, and yeah, like it's <laughs> his job, Harry Plummer, like it's his job. Yeah, um, He is also boring and reliable like <laughs> Nigel from accounts. <laughs> He's good, eh? Yeah. He's good. This guy's good. <laughs> Which we need to offset all the flash Harrys we have from sales. Yeah. So it's like you, mate. <laughs> no you're, way, no way. Can I just say? If you're an accounts. No, you're an accounts. I'm an accounts. Yeah. I'm an accounts. And you're flash Harry in sales, mate. <laughs> With the slick back here, the fake Rolex watch. <laughs> I've got no Rolex watch. Um, then maybe our dreams of a championship won't be shattered. Won't be just shattered pitches and misty water coloured memories. Mm. Go on the Mighty Blues. He's absolutely right, though. And this is, he hasn't actually asked the question, but who is going to take Masarewa? Because I think there'll be some... Well, if you're not fighting over him, what have you been watching Oh, my gosh. Year? What he's, have you been he's watching? He's been... 
other than um, Israel Falawara, who was probably the best player at fullback yeah. for the season, well, for the, you know part of the season that he was there, Masseray was the next in line, wasn't he? I mean, you think he's playing in a team that hasn't scored a huge amount of I points know. throughout the season. But he's been scoring tries. But he's been scoring tries for yeah. fun. Yeah. He is an absolute quality player. Now, we had a bit of a laugh. because <laughs> we did, didn't we? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a massive, massive Iowa fan. I think we both are. Yeah. And I did a little bit of research, and you could not believe how old he is. So everyone out there that has watched him play, how old, Toby, is Masarewa? Is he t- he's 28, isn't he? 27. 27. 27. Right, he's so young he's and so he young. looks so he old. Does. <laughs> he does. He looks, exp- but he plays experienced. Like he's he's been around the bush. <laughs> he's been hit by a few bushes. Do you know where I think he'll go? I, I think he'll go to the Highlanders. I would love to see him at the Highlanders. I mean, don't you worry, I'd love to see him at the Blues. Yes. I would love to see the Blues win the Sunny Bills the Mananus have possibly gone, yeah. still go forward and do really well next year. But they do need Hayden Parker. Yeah. They must have Hayden Parker. If anyone has Hayden Parker, it's got to be the Blues. I agree. You know, Gary is absolutely right. What they need at 10 is someone who's just going to control the game. But, you know, Hayden Parker can run, he can tackle, and boy, he can kick. He can kick from anywhere, can't he? And if they had had a kicker this year... yeah. They would have won them a lot more games. They would be in the quarters. Yeah. And and I would go one stage further and say they'd make the semis because they've got some talent they in do. that team. Yeah. They've just missed real key people. I would go as far to say as if I was the Blues, I would try and be nicking their nine and their ten from the Sunwolves. I'd be trying to get Masseraya as well. Yeah, definitely. But he'd be a great fit down. Oh, down yeah. And I know Hayden Parker is from... Otago. Well, so he, he's played for Otago before, hasn't he? But they've got Yuani, yeah, who has been playing amazing rugby. He's been playing well, amazing he? rugby. So where would you? Where do we think they're going to go? I, I really hope that they'll they'll go to the Blues nine and ten, and it might solve. So because I'm sure in the Blues they've got some young uh, twelve thirteens. I know Fainga. I think uh, TJ. He's he's thirteen there. He's done really well this yeah. year. Played really well. So they've got to fiddle that twelve slot. But where are all those boys playing in like the the back row and stuff for them? Where are they going to go? Are they going to go to Australia? There's some, there's some good good players go in that Sunwolves team. There are, yeah. They've proven they've proven themselves this yeah. year that there's some really good players. They will. I think there's a lot of people leaving Super Rugby, so they'll naturally there will be positions they'll for just them. Scatter in, won't the they? The big question is when they leave, and they will leave at the end of the season if they get offers. Yeah, who's going to play in there and there and for the Sunwolves for next year? Yeah. Because, you know, the, the Summers have got one more year in Super Rugby. They're going to have no real good coach. And they're going to have a number of players who are going to leave because they need to I think I thought about, this was their last year. No, no. Next year's uh, their last year. Okay. So they've got next year. But they're going to have no one. Oh. They, they might actually, for the first time, actually have the basically the Japanese team. The Japanese team. team, yeah. That would be what, would be what they really needed to do. They should have done they should have Haguaros. Done yeah. The Haguaris have gone, we'll basically take our national side, we'll put them in as the Haguaris, and, and we'll and we'll do well. Yeah. If the, the Japanese national team had done that, then they would have had four years building into the World Cup. Yeah. But they, they've kind of done a bit of a mixture of... They have, haven't you they? Know. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll, I mean, I think they're going to get thrashed next year, especially if everyone leaves. Oh, but they'll get thrashed, yeah. Absolute thrashed. But the ones that leave will be good additions elsewhere. Correct, correct. But yeah, get your checkbook out, yeah. Super Rugby coaches, because they Definitely. are some good, good players, and they've proved that this year. But the next question is from Casperus. Really enjoy your podcast, and we've had Casperus before. He's asked a question before. This year, the Super the South African teams seem to be getting more competitive towards the business end of the competition, which is great to see. Problem is, a lot of those teams will be losing up to half of their starting lineup next year to the Northern Hemisphere. I don't blame the players. It's their job, and they have to look after themselves. Definitely. Definitely. Problem is, how will those teams become a competitive force when they keep losing players at such an alarming rate? What do you think, Tobes? Well, they the, the thing is, is that Super Rugby just can't, or the Super Rugby teams, especially in South Africa, or even New Zealand and Australia, they can't keep their players there 
because they don't have the money. It is all about money. It is all about money. And like he says, the players have to look after themselves. You know, that's their job. It's their livelihood. You'd get it. You'd, if I was, you know, if I was a rugby player, yeah, I'm playing good, a good standard of rugby in South Africa with the Super Rugby. But you, at the end of the day, you chase money, don't you? I think it's more difficult than that. I think there is still, I mean, rugby is a great game that's built on family values. It has been professional for a while, and yes, the players are becoming more and more professional. Yeah. But they still have that pride in playing for the, where they grew up. They don't sort of move around between Super Rugby franchises. It's becoming less and less now, though. Yes, it is. Especially if uh, at the back end of their own career. Oh, I think the back end of their own career. It used to be, didn't it, young guys stayed. Yes. The old guys left to earn some money at the end of the, But what's happening now is they're leaving because they can't make the national side. Because that's where they get Which their big money. Which is fair enough, though. They get their big money from playing from South Africa, yeah. New Zealand, or Australia. And if you yeah. don't make those squads, then they go. So my question is this. Then they need to bring back A teams. You need to have New Zealand A, Australia A. That's not going to keep That's not going to keep players. It would keep players. No. And I'll tell you the reason why. Why? You'd pay them more. You give them experience of touring. And there's that carrot all the time of saying you are very close to playing for the national team. You might not keep them it's forever. It's just not going to happen, though. But you not, might not keep them forever, but you might keep them for two, three more seasons than they would if they don't have... They don't, there's none of that going on. Where now. do we get the money from to pay them for the A, the all-black A team? Well, you get, you get... I mean, you look at the New Zealand are the only ones that kind of have that with the New Zealand Maoris. Yes. Okay? You keep players because of that. And, you know, there's TV rights for those games as well. There's sponsorship deals for those games. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I'm not sure. I don't even need. Play, I don't, I'm not sure players stay to be in the Maori team. No, they don't stay. But what they would do is they don't even need to need to necessarily need to pay them a lot more. No, but the the thought that An they extra. could play for their country, mm. they're not that far away. Whereas a lot of them, because there's nothing, they just seem like it's never going to happen for them. Yeah, and I just think if you if you brought back the A teams. You might just keep, especially the younger guys, especially the younger guys, and say, hey, look, you're not too far away, mate. You're Bryn, you're Bryn Halls of the world who yeah. have been playing really well but, but can't get in. Yeah, Nanai. Blues. Yeah. You know, and then when you do have injuries, you've got yeah. that to fall back on. You think of the Australian teams, you know, they've got, got some good teams, some good players. South African, good teams, good players, but a lot of them are going off. And the other thing with the Australian South Africans is they change their rules to say, hey, you can come back yeah. and play in the World Cup seasons. I know that they've got to play a certain amount of matches for the Australians and the South Africans, but if you've played for a while, you can come back and play in World Cups, which the New Zealanders haven't done, which I think is absolutely spot on. It is really worrying, I'm not going to lie, but we are going to, we are going to put all those New Zealanders' minds to rest because at the back end, rather than doing the quiz, we're actually going to look at all the young talent that's coming through and all the different New Zealand sides. But how do we know that they're not going to bugger off? We don't. Well? We don't which know. Is, which is quite bad, isn't it? You know, we want to keep them. We do want to keep them. And that's where we're where, you know, proactive with yeah. the, the, the uh, you know, the autumn international tests. Yeah, And true. we take a massive squad. We yeah. sign them up so they can't go and play for another country. <laughs> Basically, Clive Woodward did that for years, you know, with England. He would give people give them, from overseas that are qualified, he'd give them one game. Yeah. And then they can't go back and play for anyone else, uh, just to extend his pool of players. But, yeah, really worrying. I think probably all the teams are in the same boat. I think the New Zealand teams have been a little bit immune to it until possibly the last couple of years. But it's going to be interesting times, we can't deny. We can't deny that a lot of the good players are going to Europe to yeah. play their rugby. Chase the money. Chase the money. So the only way to stop it, pay them more money. Yeah, but that's the problem. Where do we get the money from? You say more sponsorship. And TV rights. TV rights and all you that gotta, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. You've got to work but harder. But you're not going to get the money like they do in Europe just from TV rights, <clears throat> excuse me, or yeah. well, sponsorship you could, you, deals. You could privatise your actual clubs as well. I mean, that's one thing you could do. And then, then potentially you get... People with lots of money, like they do in football, who love rugby. God, you are Nigel from Bloody Accounts, aren't you? Absolutely. And then if you privatise it, 
then you can, you know, get investors to come in and actually yeah. buy clubs. I know that we yeah. don't want to go down See, that road. Yeah, well, why not, though? Well, I think it's, a, it's inevitable, isn't it? I mean, I know... I think we should, because then we'd follow into, you know, what what Europe is doing. The problem that they have, which and we don't want to have... America, like NFL, or those sorts of things. Yep. The difference in NFL... And then you can have like a draft system. If you just listen to me, big fan. Oh, I hate your voice. The difference between <laughs> NFL and rugby is that rugby is an international sport, right? NFL is an American sport, which means there's no clash with, uh, you know, let's say the Buffalo Bills. I don't even know whether that's an NFL team. Okay, and the national team. Yeah, Whereas true. with rugby... If the clubs have too much power and won't release the players for international, then you have what happens in English football, which is basically English football second rate. Yeah, but then then you've got a you've got a yeah. I guess that's when you know the owners have to be on side with the New Zealand RFU. Yes, and you almost need to have a contract that goes hand in hand. There needs to be real clear windows about when the players have to be released. Yeah. But if you look at it now, what's happening now, which is they're resting Bowden Barrett, Geordie Barrett. That wouldn't happen, would it? That's, there's no way that would happen. No. And, and they, would, they would be looking for more games, for more TV rights, yeah. for more opportunities. More They'd money. be looking for timeouts. Yeah. You know, all of these things that come with it. And I know that that's not what we want to no. go down, but it might just need to happen. Yeah. Anyway, we do have one more question. Uh, we do. And it's a voice yes. question. This do one's I get from to Reece. push the button? As always, you get to press the Which magic. Which one is it? Reese, mate. Reese. No, uh, number three. Yeah, number, number three. three. Sorry, number three. Yeah. Go, go for <laughs> Reece, it, Reese, Reese, Reese. G'day, guys. Um, Reese Crosswell here. Absolutely loving the podcast. Um, currently my favourite to date. Um, I'm a Dunedin boy living in Western Australia. Um staunch Highlanders supporter and still absolutely basking in the glory of 2015. Um, my question to you is the Highlanders have been doing so so well in, in so many aspects of their game but are yet to sort of string it together um, and produce a championship team post-2015. If you or both of you guys were to coach the Highlanders, what would you do to bring them back into contention for a championship. Thanks, boys. Did Reese just say currently, currently his favourite podcast? To date. To date. So tomorrow you might find a better one and then fob us off. Absolutely. We we <laughs> we love the fact that currently we are, but I worry about <laughs> the future, Reese. I, th- I reckon they're doing so many things well. Stumbling block at the moment is you got the Crusaders to play. They're yes. a very good team. But they lack real punch. Is Ben Smith back? Ben, yes, he is. Is he back? Yeah, he he was supposed. To, I think he's supposed to be he back. Was supposed for to the, be back. Yeah, but it didn't matter. No, but it didn't matter. <laughs> so I would imagine he's and definitely to be fair, back. The bloke for the, coming in for him, amazing. Who, what's his name? Josh. Is, is it Josh? Josh. Josh McCray. I think. Yeah, Josh McKay. That's right, Josh McKay. Josh McKay. Yeah. He's played played really two good games in a row, yeah. didn't he? The big thing is he needs to get his checkbook out. They need to get the checkbook out, and they need to recruit the, to an inch of their lives. They need to be talking to people like Ma Nonu. Ma oh. Nonu is a, such a long shot. I know. I mean, people might think I'm being ridiculous here, but they need a Ma Nonu. They, do, they yeah. need a La Mape down there. They what they lack. Is real punch in the midfield. Is real punch in the midfield. Yeah. Maybe a, a lamb on the wing because uh, Wysaki Nahola is going. Yeah, he is. And he's offered them a bit of punch, but there's not been nothing in the midfield, a no. punch in the midfield. They've actually, forwards-wise, they've done incredibly well, but they need to recruit to an inch of their lives. Get Masareira in. Oh, yeah. Have serious talks with with guys like Manonu and yeah. say, come on, come on. You know, even get Tana Uma going to come back. <laughs> Imagine that. They also need to go around, the, the, and I sh- I'm sure they already are, they need to go around, and they need to make sure they're getting the cream of the crop, yeah. of the younger guys that oh, are coming through, and definitely. they need to recruit through there. I tell you what, they need to listen to the podcast 
Hey, especially into the podcast because we're going to give them They some need tips. to make Marty Banks oh. uh, captain as well. Village. But they need to go overseas. They, they need to be talking to all the players overseas. Yeah. And they're saying, look, listen, come back. Because they did have a few, um, they also had a few Japanese players a few years ago. They did, yeah. Yeah, Tanaka, the, foot, um, the yeah, yeah, halfback. Nine, yeah. So they need to, you know, get recruiting from the Sunwolves as well. Because there are some good players. Some very good players. Who are, who are also, you know, Japanese. I'm thinking more Europe and trying to say, look, listen, is it time to come home? You've got a young family now. Jerome, you to... Jerome Kano. <laughs> but, you know, you, you look at it, and there's a number of guys who have been overseas for a while, and what they desperately need is that punch in the midfield. But they're doing so many things right because they are. they're playing so well as a unit. Yeah. Unfortunately, when push comes to shove and they come up against a better unit, they struggle to break them down. Although, didn't look like that on the weekend, but no. they were against the Waratahs who literally had no one. I mean, I reckon half their team had played literally about two games in the season. But um, they're doing so much stuff right. And um, I do think there is a possibility of them going a bit further. The Crusaders could have a bad... You know, if there's, if there's, yeah. if there's two teams that I would say I didn't really want to play in the quarters, I, I didn't really want to play the Highlanders and I didn't really want to play the Chiefs because they don't have any travel really. No, that's right. It's almost a home game. Isn't it's it? almost a home game for them, and they'll and they and they would get their fans to come yeah. down. And what about would, the Hurricanes? I don't want to play the Hurricanes either. <laughs> I wouldn't want to play the Haguaris either, no. but I wouldn't have mind playing the Brumbies or the Bulls or the Sharks or the Sharks. So definitely, they're doing so many things right. They just have to try and recruit some power. They do, yeah, because yeah, but the, like you say. They play as a unit and they play for each other, which is cool. And that might entice people from the outside. To come here. They've obviously got in. a good environment down there. Yeah. They've got a great stadium. Oh, they do, yeah. Great fans. They're going to have Tony Brown coming back, who is an awesome coach. GB. So lots of stuff going their way. Recruit, recruit, recruit. Yes. Get a checkbook I out. I think everyone does, though. Well, Blues. Blues and Highlanders. Blues and Highlanders, especially. The, the actual the Chiefs, look, as we said last week, look pretty good. Yeah. The Crusaders have got a lot of depth already. So, uh, But there's a number of those guys in the Crusaders if they haven't signed. I know they've tried to get Will Jordan. But Masarewa, I think Masarewa is oh, way my, better oh. than Will Jordan. Will Jordan scored a couple of tries. Eight. <laughs> and eight games. <laughs> yeah, but he was just finishing them. He wasn't even creating them. Yeah, true, true, yeah. Let's get your checkbook out. Get your checkbook out and, yeah. and your problems are solved. Yes. I think it's hard, isn't it? Because let's be honest, you're a player. Do you want to go and live down in the deep south? Probably not. No. Do you want to live in Wellington? Do you want to live in Christchurch? Probably not. <laughs> Auckland, definitely not. Um, but you're living in a big city is a lot more attractive to them and their families than it is to move down all the way down deep south. Yeah. True. Weather is a main, is a main factor. But I don't think it really matters. Like you say, they're... They're professional athletes. It's their job. They go where they need to. Yeah, and their families. Not necessarily where they want to. And the families will follow. Yes. And maybe there's a bit of the you know NZRFU that need to start saying, we've got to share around some of these players who are playing second string sort of reserves and they're, yeah. and they're absolute quality players. You look at the Chiefs, two quality nines. Crusaders, yeah. two quality nines. About three quality fullbacks, wings, yeah. centres. Maybe the NZRF, you've got to stand in and say, actually, you know what? You need to share them around because it's not good for our game. No, true. Brave decision to do that from yeah. the NZRF view. Anyway, that is our listeners' questions. Yeah. You normally ask me, mate, what did I think of them? What did you think of them? <laughs> I was going to say, you, what did you think of them? <laughs> they were good. They were good. i tell you what, Gary pulled an absolute... Belter. Oh, Beautiful. Uh, and then our voice question was good too, wasn't Who it? Who was our voice question from? You've forgotten the name already. It was Reese, mate. <laughs> Reese, Reese. That's right. Because <laughs> he said it bloody million times. Uh, Not at all. <laughs> anyway, up next is our reviewing of the wonderful games that took place over the weekend. Right, mate. Now, we had some fantastic games, didn't we? Hey, well, hang on, hang on. We've got to plug ourselves, Toby. We've almost forgotten to plug ourselves. If we, we, don't, we hey, listen, I if we don't what. plug ourselves, no other bugger's going to plug ourselves, is it? <laughs> we always forget, though. <laughs> How do we find ourselves on Twitter? On Twitter, it's at Super Rugby Pod. Uh, I tell you what, I always forget. 
not very good with technology, everyone. Um, Facebook, I think it's uh, su- the Super Rugby Podcast. Super, Super Rugby, Rugby podcast, podcast, I think. And our Gmail is the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com or you can go Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. You, you literally just said that twice. And also, mate, <laughs> is it we- Super Rugby Pod? <laughs> <laughs> we also have, we've got a special coming up. And the reason why we've got a special coming up oh, is because we're yeah. going to reach. 5,000 downloads, are we, Tobes? <laughs> I tell you what, I was amazed we got to 10. <laughs> well, I, I think I've downloaded it about 4,500 times. But anyway, when we get to 5,000 downloads, you might find a little special comes out. But to help with that, uh, with that special, we want your questions that you would like to ask about us. Oh. Yeah, so if you, you want to know anything about us, then you can ask that. My, maybe, uh, maybe, my, ma- my shoe size is 10. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that how we got into rugby, how we got into rugby coaching or wh- whatever. Whatever you want to know about yeah. us, yeah. you can ask us and we'll do a little special on that. That'd be great, actually. It'd be nice to yeah. find things out about you <laughs> that I don't already know, mate. I really, really like you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, our first game, mate, who yeah. was it? So we had the uh, Highlanders at home to the Waratahs, 49-12 Highlanders. This was a... I'm not sure what the Waratahs were were thinking because they still, on paper, could have made the playoffs. Yeah. Like the the Highlanders, it was unlikely, but the Highlanders made it. Yeah, yeah. So what were they thinking leaving all of their um, their Wallabies at home? Were they just expecting... To sort of win the game, or were they? How, t- how or, no, no, or no, no, were no. they told that they weren't allowed to play? I'm, you know, I'm guessing. Like, I'm guessing they were told. Yeah, you've had your chance. You've lost. You you can't make it through, or you're very very unlike. Yeah. We're going to keep those boys at home because they're more important. Yeah. to rest them up for the World Cup. But you know they're not. They weren't a great team. No, they were playing in difficult conditions as well because they weren't yeah, playing they, under the they roof. They were playing at Rugby Park, weren't they? Yeah, it was an Om. In Omaru? Uh, Invercargill. Invercargill, yeah. yeah. So it, it was a crazy team selection from the Waratahs. I thought the Highlanders exploited that fantastically well. I thought Josh McRae, fantastic. Josh Yuani, yeah. fantastic. Two young boys, eh? Naholo, fantastic. Yeah. Thompson and Waldron in the midfield. They do lack punch, but in this game they were fantastic. They're quite safe though, aren't they? Oh, mega, mega yeah. safe. Too safe. Yes, agreed. For for agreed. the big for the semis and finals, too safe. You know, I'm looking here, defenders beaten sixteen to three. And that's that that's the difference. Clean break six to two. Yeah. Everything else is quite it's pretty even. But they absolutely they took their chances. Any chance they had, they took they were ruthless. Yeah. And that's where they're fantastic, aren't they? Yeah. Once they get their tails up, you know, or they're kilt. Because, you know, Highlanders, the kilt comes up and then, oh, well, it's, it's off we go. <laughs> Thanks, Toes. Um, missed tackles, 7 to 10. I mean, yeah, so everything's stats, close. The stats, are, but, but they took their chances. And yeah. they don't make many handling errors. No. The Highlanders, especially in those wet conditions, whereas the Waratahs Well, they're did. almost used to it because they train in it and everything. Yeah, and the Waratahs, I mean, you you know, you've got a brand new midfield. Yeah. You've got a brand new forward pack. And they looked disjointed, and there was holes open. Well, they didn't up. look like a team, did Especially they? Especially the last try that Thompson got. I mean, it was almost comical. Pathetic. But 49-12 was a real good reflection of the game. Seven tries to two. Next up was Rebels versus the Chiefs. And what a game this was. Unless you're a Rebels fan. Because I think someone put in there that tackling was optional by the Rebels. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. It was, though. Yeah, it was some like, shocking, oh. shocking defence from the Rebels. The Rebels really didn't look like... Do you know the Rebels look like? The Rebels looked like they, even if they had a one, they weren't going to make it through. Oh, God. I'm looking here. Miss tackles, 20 from the Rebels. Shocking. 20. Shocking. <laughs> turnovers conceded, 20. And we've, we've talked about turnovers being yes. the holy grail of whether you win or lose. Not just not good enough, eh? Just not good enough, and it's really sad because they were but such they, a good team. Oh, at they the start started of the off year. so so well, you know, winning games convincingly and consistently. 
but then they've lost by 50 points. I think the problem with the Rebels has been teams have worked out that if you stop them getting that front foot ball, they don't really have a lot left. No, that's true. And that's what teams have done. They've literally just stopped them, slowed down the ball at the ruck, and they've got nothing else. You know, you can say uh, Guinea and Cooper. They they were non-existent, though. They will, I mean... Quaid's not really been playing no, very much. No, They've brought him back in, but it's not really a game for... I mean, possibly playing in the wet and the drizzle and the and the cold didn't help the Rebels out because they, they have been good in attack. Yeah. But I'm really sorry. But again, you know, just like the Highlanders, the Chiefs took their chances and were ruthless. Yeah, the funny thing with the Chiefs is, remember at the start of the year, we talked about offloads and they're, they're the top team for yeah. offloads, but they would often drop all the offloads they were giving. Yeah. You don't drop them now. No. They're sticking, sticking eh? Mm. Uh, I thought Debrasini. Since Debrasini's come into play at 10, they've been like a new team out there running he's that back good. line really well. And, and good. Nankaval, uh, he's he went off, Alex. Right, okay. Uh, Nankaval early, but Anton Leonard-Brown, Debrasini, yeah. Nankaval, yeah. they are a pretty exceptionally talented... But the thing is, is that they're now playing like a team. You know, at the start, it, it was very disjointed, almost like the Waratahs. Oh. You know, just... Or, or the Waratahs on the weekend. Yes, on yeah, the weekend, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah, yeah. didn't look comfortable playing with each other. But now, you know, they've been through thick and thin now, haven't they? You've really got to give it to Cooper, don't you, the coach? And you've yeah. got to say, God, he was under a lot of pressure. Yeah. But good old Cole, good old Cole Cooper, and he's pulled out of the bag. He they've, they've got better and better. Uh, each and every week that they've played to a point where they've smashed the current champions, the Crusaders, yeah. smashed them. Yeah. You know, they've gone and smashed the Rebels who were top of the Australian Conference until recently. I fear for the Haguares because those Chief boys are going to come up playing great rugby. The only question is if Nankable's not fit and playing, that's a real problem for them, I think. Speaking of the Haguaros, they beat the Sunwolves 52-10. It's not all it seems to be that that match. If you if you didn't watch it, it was actually a very, very tight first half. It was. And I will be honest to say, I went to bed after the first half. <laughs> and I woke up the next day and I saw the headlines, something about Sunwolves. I thought, oh, did they win it? No, no, they didn't. They got they smashed. Got bloody thrashed. <laughs> But it was a really tight first half. And the Sunwolves, real credit to themselves, they just don't have the depth of Sunwolves. It's been their problem all year. A lot of their Japanese players have, have not been allowed to play. Yeah. They've been kept for the national side. When they've had injuries... They've looked awful. They've looked l- putting forwards in the backs. Yeah. Again, disjointed. Yeah. But overall, I think they'll look back on the season and say, it's been a success for the Sunwolves apart from the fact that they've been bumped out of the Super Rugby yeah. competition. Yeah. So the Haguares are looking great. I'm Masarewa not sure. scored a great try. Good line. Yeah, yet again, mate, my Masarewa. I reckon he should actually, if he gets a contract and it's down to this podcast, he should pay us some money. We've, we've promoted him more than anyone else has been promoting can I, him. Can I just say, Masarewa for the All Blacks. Masarewa for the All Blacks. Not this year, obviously. No. I reckon if he goes... Next World Cup. Let's say he goes to the Blues or he goes to Highlanders. It'll be 31-32 then. <laughs> Jesus. And he has an absolute corker. I could see him playing for the All Blacks next year. Outside next bet. Next year? Next year, mate. Jeez. Outside oh, bet. Hey, Geordie Barrett out. Masseray were in. <laughs> <laughs> next game was the Hurricanes versus the Blues. Very, very tight. Well, you say that. But... You say that. First half, I was watching it going, what a waste of time this is. Yeah, you The Hurricanes have brought their B team, and the Blues are going to smash them. And the Blues absolutely smashed them first half. It was almost non-contest. No. And I have to give it to their whoever does their technical game plans from the Hurricanes. Well, they obviously saw something. Yeah. And their game plan in that second half was absolutely top, top-notch. And Garden Bashup... executed that game plan to an inch perfect. He played well. He played really well. And where's he? He's obviously been injured or he just has been overlooked. Yeah. Yeah. 
because he was fantastic he was. as he was a stand-in good. for Bowden. Yeah. Savia coming off the bench. Savia and he, TJ. They bought. They both bought. Bought. You know, a lot of impact into the game. And I thought Lamb yet again. And I we were critical of Lamb in, in one or two games and said, well, he won't be an All Black. But I think you've got to look at him for the All Blacks. You've got to. He's got to be in there somewhere because every time he's getting the ball at the moment, he's making serious he looks yards. Dangerous. Eh? He's so fast as well. He's such a, he's big such guy. a unit, isn't <laughs> it's he? Huge. And he's got the worst tash you've ever seen. <laughs> that's, a, that's a proper bromo. <laughs> what else have I put here? I've put here Harry Plummer. Do you know what sums up the Blues? Some, I mean, listen, please don't take it that we don't like Harry Plummer as a player. He's a young guy. But here's the problem. The Blues were in complete control of this game. Then in the second half, the Hurricanes come out and made a good start to the second half. And the Blues lost it. And there was a moment where Harry Plummer, in his own 22, tries to chip the ball through the back line of the Hurricanes to give the Blues an attacking kick. I know, yeah. And it went nowhere to no one apart from the Hurricanes. And the Hurricanes on the back of it got momentum I'm just thinking, what, what, what? And you saw Liam McDonald. Liam McDonald was in on the TV, just head in hands, going, "What is going on?" He's just young, inexperienced. But you're asking a lot of him. You're oh, asking these guys to start. Yeah. And they've had good, they've had such a good group of players to work with. But when you have people in key positions who can't make good decisions because yeah. they're too young and not enough experience, you're asking for trouble. Yeah. Shall we move on? Because yes, it was a great yes. game though, wasn't it? It, it was, was a great game. Brumbies versus the Reds. This game didn't matter, did it? I mean, no. it mattered to Brumbies and Reds supporters and whatnot, but it didn't matter. No points really on the lines for them. No. Brumbies did well. It was a really tight match first half until the 36th minute I've got down here where the Reds just had a really bit of bad luck, a um, bit of bad decisions and ended up going into half-time, 19-10, when it should have been... It was a penalty try, wasn't it? Yeah, penalty try, yellow card. Yeah. And then second half, it just went boom, boom, boom. Brumbies all the way. And really, the Reds didn't look in it until right at the end, they got a consolation try. But let's not worry about this game too much, because no. I don't think anyone else was that worried about it either. No. Uh, next up, <laughs> wow. I'm not sh- Was it a good game? This next game... Stormers versus the Sharks. I think if you're a Stormers or a Sharks fan, nine points it was riveting. Sharks. It was riveting. It was close. Obviously, it was close, but it just, I don't know. You know, only two tries. Sharks deserve to win it because they scored two tries, although their first try was completely against the runner play, and they absolutely stole an 82nd minute try to win the game. So the Stormers probably... Feel a bit hard done by. Feel a bit hard done by. Both defensive, you know, you look at their defence, there's 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 a lot of missed tackles yeah. from the Stormers. 21 defenders beaten. So how on earth did they not? Yeah. How on earth did did the did they not score more tries, you'd say? So so therefore you'd you'd have to say that the Sharks deserve to win it. Yeah, they did. And yeah. and, and both teams could have qualified. That was a humdinger know, of a game, yeah. isn't it? Humdinger of a game. And if I think if if the Stormers had won, then the Highlanders wouldn't have gone in. Yeah, the the Highlanders. It was something. No, the Highlanders was it was the, it was Lions, the Lions versus yeah. the the um, Bulls. Yeah, g- great segue by the way, mate. Great segue. So the the Bulls uh, beat the Lions forty eight twenty. Some high scoring games this week. Yeah, they really threw the ball around, didn't they? But did you twenty seven? The, the Lions scored off the kickoff. Yeah, you know what was it? Seventeen seconds. So you who who has scored a faster try? Uh, Habana. Uh, yes, eight seconds. Really? <laughs> <laughs> eight seconds. Two thousand and fifteen, I think it was. Wow, because that was very quick the, on 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 Saturday. It was like, yeah, 16 seconds, something I, like that. I reckon that. if you were a high, I mean, all the Highlanders would have been watching oh, this game. Yeah. They they would have just head in hands gone, that's it, lads. Uh, 
Pack your bags, boys. We're not going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> I'll uh, see you next pre-season, <laughs> eh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. See you on the footy pitch. And then, the, to be fair to the Bulls, who really didn't need to do much to to secure a place. They only, the only thing the Bulls needed to do is make sure they didn't lose by more than 33 points. Yeah. And they played attacking, amazing, fantastic. Can they, I say they played wonderful rugby, super rugby as we know it. But they haven't played like that all year. No, that's what I mean. It's odd. <laughs> Pollard was awesome. Speakman was awesome. Pollard's been awesome all year. Do you know who else I absolutely loved over the weekend was Hendrix. <laughs> Hendrix was unbelievable. Hey, eh? and do you know he had heart? I think he had a heart problem. Really? He's come back. Yeah, he's had quite a few years out. Oh. And he's absolutely just a wonderful runner of the ball. Looks nice, doesn't he? Yeah, fantastic. So 48-27, and they deserved every point of those 48. Could have been a few more, I reckon. Should have been. If they had put all their chances away, you know, like the Chiefs, like the Highlanders, that'd be they would have been pushing 60-odd. And especially when you look at the Bulls and you say over their last, what, five games they've had a win, a loss, two draws and a win. And those two draws were in New Zealand. Back-to-back oh, really? draws in New Zealand. So that they went to New Zealand and, and did well. So they're looking good. And I'm going to say this now. If they play like that again, if they play like that again against the Hurricanes, they could turn the Hurricanes over. Well, they've they've won it. You know, they've won it, was it two years in a row? Yeah, a long time ago. A long ago. time ago, long yeah, but they're, ago. They're still, it's still in their blood. Yeah, they've still got that, you know, we're good enough to they've win it. They've got the class. They've got the class. And looking at the weekend's game, and and let's, be, and let's be honest, if they win that, then they'll be playing either the Brumbies or the Sharks. So whoever wins it out of the, hur- the Hurricanes, for me, is going to be in the final. Yeah. Because either of those teams will beat the Sharks or the Brumbies. You would imagine. Well, all the Brumbies have been playing well, though. They've been, but they're too structured. I mean, I'm you. I've said structure, you structure, structure, structure. But structure's great over a season. In a one-off game, you need moments of magic, and the Brumbies just don't have enough moments of magic in them to win a big game. I, I can't. I haven't seen it anyway. But let's look at the results of the last five games. You got the Hagiwares. They've won the last five in a row. Okay, you've well, got. I think your, they've won more than five in a row, but we've only got stats for the last yeah, five games. The last five games, the Brumbies have won all their last five yeah. as well. The Crusaders mixed. drew one, lost one, one yeah. three. The Hurricanes have won every won four out of five. So you can see the Chiefs have won four out of five. So you can see that a lot of teams are really timing their I, run nicely. Islanders aren't have won two, lost two, drawn one. <laughs> That, that's their season, though, isn't it? That's their season. They've yeah, been really close. I reckon their points difference. Well, we can see it here. Their points difference is not going to be not going to be uh, much. Forty nine. You know, that's that's a you know pr- pretty pretty decent points difference. Like it's almost up there with uh, what's the points difference for the Crusaders? Two hundred and forty. Yeah. Okay. And that's the highest by such a long way. You know, Jake away is one hundred and nine. Then mm. you go down to the Bulls. 41. So it was a great Brumbies. end to the regular it season, was, yeah. wasn't it? You know, D- Literally down to the wire. Down literally to the last literally game. down to the last game. Well, definitely down to the second to last game. Yeah. So it was awesome. But we are now going to be predicting who's going to win out of the quarterfinals. That's coming up right next. <laughs> That's coming up right next. It's coming up right now. <laughs> Mate, you've had an absolute shocker there. So, first game. Crusaders at home to the Highlanders. Anyone could win it, but the money's got to be on oh, the Crusaders. Yes. The reason why I think the money's got to be on the Crusaders is just because although the Highlanders are a great side that have played really, really well together, yeah, I just don't think they're going to have enough no, power. I agree. Especially in the midfield yeah. to win this game. I totally agree with you. I think the Crusaders are going to win it. By how much? I think they'll win it by... Less than fourteen. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it'll be tight, but it'll be it'll be around about fourteen. The next game, the Haguares yeah. versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs have got to go a long way. Long way. Long. You know what the Chiefs said as well. The Chiefs said we'd rather play the Crusaders than the Haguares. 
I can I can see that though. I I can see that, and I've I've literally just changed my mind, and I think the Hagarara is going to win. Oh, I thought you were going to go. I'm going to say the Chiefs. The Chiefs are on such a good run that I think they'll go there. They'll be so up for this game. Oh, they will be. Yes, they'll be on a high because they've just thrashed. You know, they've just walloped in their last game. Yeah. I think they'll carry it on. I also think that the Haguares are favourites for this game. And because of that, I'm not sure they'll know how to deal with that. The only real question I've got is, will the Chiefs be able to go there with the Haguares fans who are going to be going absolutely bananas and deal with that? Because that pitch is that the fans are literally on top of you. They are, aren't they? It's a great little stadium for rugby, it's all, isn't it's it? It's all, um, it's not even proper seating. No, it's, it's all not, bench seats, it's isn't like it? Bench with, a, <laughs> with, a, with a pillow. And they'll get, they'll get a full crowd. <laughs> they'll, they'll, be, they'll be selling out that top tier, oh, won't definitely. they? definitely, yeah. You need to buy those. And it's open, isn't it? Open yeah, air. Yeah, open air. It's going to be, I mean, it'll be great conditions though, isn't it? It's a really nice pitch, good surface, good fast running rugby. I just think it all kind of goes into the Chiefs' favour just because... They've arguably got a good defence now, punchy runners, and the Haguares might just slip up, and especially because the Haguares played the Sunwolves, and it was a slightly easier game. Might pull them into a false insecurity. So my money is on the Chiefs. So we disagree. We disagree. There. We disagree. What have you got next, Tobes? Uh Hurricanes at home to the Bulls. Who have you gone for? I've gone for Hurricanes. I've gone for the Hurricanes, but I... I I think the Bulls have got a great shout I here. think so too. Yeah. Great shout. Because you know the Cake Turn, it's not exactly, you know, it's not exactly the most scariest place to go no, it's either. Not, no. Although it is bloody windy. Windy, wet, yeah. that might suit the Bulls as well. Way more than the Hurricanes. Do you think so? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Why? Because the Bulls are like just man mountains. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, literally, you, you take a picture of the Bulls and put it into like one of those outdoor adventure catalogues and go, oh, do those guys live outside? Like, hey, <laughs> yeah, they, they're farmers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it might suit them. Especially good kicker as well. Really yeah. good kicker. In the wind. True, might be, true. Might be, might be right down to the wire. The next one, the Brumbies versus the Sharks. Brumbies at home. I've picked the Brumbies to win. They've yeah. just been looking good. Brumbies to win for me definitely as well. I think the Sharks have done really, really well. But the Sharks played the Haguares and looked dreadful. They did, yeah. And I think, to be fair, the Sharks played a storm aside. There's no comparison between that and what the Brumbies have done over that. And no, they've been so right. consistent, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Yeah. I do think the Brumbies will win that game, but I do think they'll lose the semi final. I can't imagine them being. I mean, they might do. I might be wrong, but I just it, can't mate. see it. They, they could, could win. Yeah, it. they could. Could. Uh, what has rugby forecast? They haven't put anything up. I've just had a look. They haven't put anything up yet. No, I couldn't find it anyway. I reckon the the uh, the I think they'll put down the Haguaris to win. Yeah, and I think everything else will be the same. I think that's the only. So basically, they're so going they'll with go you. with me. Yeah, they go with you. Yeah, I can't. I can't see them going with anything else. In no, there. no. So will the Chiefs win? If the Chiefs win, I I know. I mean, myself. I'd like to see. The, I'd, to be fair, I would like to see both the teams win. Which game do you think is going to be the most open of all the games to watch? Yeah, could only watch one I game. Think it, I think it would be that game. The, hur- the, the Hurricanes? No, the Jaguares Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah isn't it? Isn't it? It's going to be. <laughs> it looks like That is the game tasty. to watch. Yeah. Late for us. It's going to be a real late game, eh? 11.05 for us here in the UK. But I, I will. I'll be up early on I, Saturday. I am going to watch that game. 100%. It's going to be an absolute Bobby Dazzler. Next, Toes, we've got a new segment. We do, yes. One-off segment. We're not doing the quiz. We are going to look at... You're too at scared, some... eh? You're too scared <laughs> with the quiz. I'm so scared because I win most weeks, yeah. <laughs> um, but we are going to look at some rising talent. And I really apologise if you, if you don't come from New Zealand because we, hand on heart, say... We know the kind of starting lineups of the other teams are okay now. But we don't know the youngsters we coming through. We don't know the youngsters, but we do know the New Zealand youngsters coming through. So we're going to go over probably the best 15 of the of the youngsters to see and just show how much depth New Zealand actually still does have. 
So this section, Tobes, is all in relation to one of our listeners' questions. And we thought it was such a good listeners' question that we'd do a segment on it. So this one's from Joe Bibby. Do you want to read it out for us? Yes. He says, Hi, Damien and Toby. I'm a Hurricanes fan living in Southampton, UK. And I got into Super Rugby in the 2015 season because of how expensive the rugby is and how fun it is to watch. I'm now 24 and moving to Wellington, Windy Wellington, New Zealand, at the end of July to experience it firsthand for myself. I'm very familiar with all the All Blacks and have a pretty good knowledge of the Tier 1 guys, especially in the New Zealand Conference. My question for you is, which lesser-known Tier 2 players are out there that those of us over here in the UK might not know too much about. But who will be impressing me at the Cape Town in 2020? Can I just say, okay. I'm How, very, what? very jealous. Very jealous. Moving back. I know. Going to go to the Cape Town week in, week out. He's a Hurricane supporter. He's got a good team there. Uh, keep the podcast coming. Really enjoy oh, it. No, no don't, read week. Anymore, also, don't, also, don't read anymore. Don't I, read anymore. Don't read anymore. Hang on, we're going to move just on listen, right now. Just oh. Then he's put Joe... And then, P.S., Toby's the intro king in my eyes. He, oh, that's music to my ears. And I'm I'm almost 100% positive that everyone else out there will be going, Joe, you're, you're bloody right. You are correct. Uh, okay, okay, Joe. So to Shall pr- we put up to, another poll? To prove you wrong, next week, Toby is going to start <laughs> the show. And then, <laughs> and then you can have, you can, yeah. Can we? We'll notice our listeners going down. Can we take to the Super Rugby podcast why Twitter don't, page? Why don't you, mate? Why don't you take to the Twitter page? Because my knowledge of technology <laughs> is pathetic. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Great question. Great question. And what we've done is we've gone through and tried to pick out some guys who have literally only been playing a couple of seasons or it's their first season through and go through a 15 from New Zealand. So first up, although Michael Ala Alatoa, love that last name, Tobes, he's been around for a few years. He's still a young guy. He is, isn't he? Yeah. Crusaders boy. And a very, very good player. So he's my pick in the front row. Okay. To match him up, I'm going Harry Allen, who is another young guy. And although he's a few years off from being like, you know, all black or material, yeah. he's learning from the best in that Crusaders front he is, row. Isn't he? Yeah, you look at the experience, Owen Franks, you know. Wow, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, Tim, Pe- Tim Perry as well. Joe, Joe Moody. Joe Moody. Yeah. Very, very good guys to learn off. Who have you got, mate, at number two? I think he's from the he's Hurricanes. He's from the Hurricanes, isn't yeah. he? Um, he is... Aso... Aso Amua. Amua, yeah. He's awesome, isn't he? I remember watching him at the Under-20 World Cup. Oh, he tore it up. Tore it to pieces. Men versus boys. Yes. Or man. Can versus... I also just say, Ricky Riccatelli... Also plays nah, for the Hurricane. Nah. Listen, He's don't, pretty safe. Listen, we, this is a serious podcast. <laughs> Why are you doing it then? <laughs> Ricky Riccatelli. Ricky Riccatelli. You can't, he's, you can't put him in. Why not? Because he's been around for too long, for one. He's Secondly, only been around a couple of years. He's got a terrible lid. <laughs> he's got a terrible he lid. It. Unlike he yours, it. mate. Yours is... <laughs> Fantastic. I would say Liam Coltman's well above him, but Liam Coltman played his 100th game. See, he's a young guy. He's he's played a lot of games. Has Coltman played for the All Blacks? One, has he got one he's or two been on, He's been on tour. Been on tour. He's okay. been on tour. He's been on he's tour. He's had a fantastic season. He has. Andrew Makalia. I know I'm, I'm going Crusaders here, all, all three Crusaders. I'm definitely saying uh, um, uh, Amua yeah. is, is yeah. box office. Yeah. McAleo, very good. Cody Taylor's been around. But McAleo's sort of a second season playing, so that's very, very good. Well, who have you gone for at four and five? Um, I think they're both. Liam are, Mitchell? Liam Mitchell for the that's his first season, I think, yeah. his first season. And I've gone for Walker, who's locking. 
big, big guy, big uh, big boy, scored a fantastic try on the oh, weekend. Oh, my God, he did. Sonny yeah. Bill, he's got no ankles now. I know. Gone to dust. How good was that little <laughs> outside step? Ooh, whoop, landed on his backside, you know, didn't he? Reminded me. You know that kid in every rugby team that doesn't like tackling? And like, you know, <laughs> just dived off or kept on running. Oh, just, just like, I'm going to look like I'm making an effort here, but really I don't like tackling. That was a moment there. He's a real player to watch of the future. So Walker, I think his last name is. At, and, and Mitchell has really impressed me this year. He's, He's been a real bounds, find. Real find. Yeah. So very, very good. And loose forwards. We've got oh. so many good loose forwards. Uh, um, uh, Frizzell. Frizzell. I mean, he's played a few games for the All Blacks. Yeah. But he's still very young. Uh, we've also got Tom Robinson for the Blues. Love Tom Ooh. Robinson. His luscious locks. Do you know they call him Big Red the Dog? <laughs> Big Red the Dog. I remember that book. It was it a book or a program? It, it might have been both. Two, wasn't it? I remember. He's a good player. Very, yeah. very good player. Yeah. And the other one, you you can't go past Yuani. He's still oh. he's still young and he's only been in there a few years. I know. He's, he's awesome player. Fantastic. And I've gone for from the Chiefs. I've gone oh, for um, uh, Boshia. Yes. Yes, I he's think, a good player. I think you're pronouncing it right. That sheet's am I? That sheet's oh here he is, uh, Boshier. Bo- Boshier, yeah. yeah. He is a very good player. I think he's he's definitely an AB of the future. If he I can, think so. If he can stick around, if, he would definitely be in the the eighteen. The eighteen, wouldn't he? Village, Bring the eighteen such back, a village mate. Concept. Right, who we got for halfbacks? I've gone or scrum for, halves. I've gone for Bryn. Bryn Hall. Bryn Hall, yeah. What about Brad Weber? You know he's he's been yeah, he's around been, for a he's bit. Been around for too long for, for him to be. You in think the, so? To, to be in this team? Yeah, true. He's a great player. There's a, there's a number. You know, you look at his. Brim Hall's been around for a while. Yeah, but he's only been playing Super Rugby for the last couple of years. Oh, he was at the Blues, then the Hurricanes, <laughs> and now he's at the Crusaders. But he's, so only he's been made, around for a while. What mate. I mean is, he's only really he's made been his mark. For a while. He's only made his mark recently, hasn't he? Since he's moved down to the Crusaders. And then, you know, the good coaching and the good facilities <laughs> and the family and, atmosphere and, and that they've got. All the good players that he's got around him, eh? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's, 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 there are others. Yeah. There is the Chiefs backup scrum half. Good player. Yes. Can't, you know, he's been on with the All Blacks, hasn't he? he had, well, he's played more tests than Brad Weber. I can't even pronounce his name. Weber's got to make the All Blacks, doesn't he? Has to. He's been ripping it up this year, hasn't he? He has been, yeah. Ten though, mate. It's a no, it's, no brainer. I was isn't just it? about to say, Yuani. Yeah, Josh Yuani. Yeah, he has been uh, he's, awesome. He's been such a good player for that Highlanders team. And I tell you what, if he plays well on Friday against the Crusaders, they're in with a sniff. If he has a top-notch game, I think he will. I don't. I don't. I don't. I think he's so good. Yeah, he doesn't really have bad games. No, he just plays. Well, yeah, consistently. Twelve. I've gone, Nankerville. I honestly rate Alex Nankerville so highly, so highly. I think he's an awesome player, absolute. Just Thomas Umanga Jensen. He plays all right because we're going to have two, two, two centres. Two centres. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good shout. He's a, he's not a bad, but he's not quite. Um, no, he's very like we say. He's very very young. I think the Blues 13's probably done a bit better. TJ Fiani. Oh, uh, yeah. Fiani. Yeah. Fiani. Yeah. Have a, yeah. Good luck with that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think he's done really well this year coming in. Uh, oh, I tell you who, actually, who I think is the 13 of the future is the Crusader winger that's been playing, Braden Enor. Oh, yeah. Because when he's, he, he's, he's actually, moved into that 13 spot, he's been very, very good, hasn't he? He's so much speed. So much speed. So much toe, mate. Oh, my God. He's got some serious He's toe. He's got more toe than a Roman sandal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've pulled out your joke of the year there, mate. You can lock that away. You can lock it. more toe than a Roman sandal, mate. <laughs> Quality. 14, Sivy Reese. Oh. 15. Will Jordan should Will be up Jordan. there. Jordan Josh Barrett. McCray. Josh McKay, sorry. Josh McKay. Josh McKay really impressed me over the last couple of weeks. He's only yeah. had a couple of starts, 
at fullback, and he's looked really, really sharp. And there's a number of guys there who we've not mentioned. Sean Stevenson. Oh. Sean Stevenson. How good did he play on the weekend? Oh, how good has he played? How good did he play against the Crusaders? Yes. Yeah, oh, at the last couple of games. He's got some toe as well, has he? has got a lot of toe. <laughs> More than Roman Sandway. Jandal. <laughs> Jandal. He's just barefoot, eh? He's just barefoot, <laughs> So there's so much talent there, and, and, and it's really just if we can keep them but also, interested. You know, the, the, when we've, we've talked about this, but those players are spread out. You know how we sort of said about um, oh, the New from Zealand different team. franchises, yeah. yeah. They're all spread out, aren't they? I mean, you've, even, you've got so many others. You've got guys like Nathan Harris, who yeah. have been around, I know, for a little bit longer. You have got... Guys like Caleb Clark that we haven't mentioned, yeah, who's I've, played I've, really, really well over the recent weeks. George Bridge, oh, George Bridge, quality player. He's quality. been around for a David bit. David Harvey yeah. again, not been around for too long. No, Mata Ali. What's happened to Mata Ali? Where's he gone? He was amazing at the start of the year. Yeah, he can't get a run. No, can he, mate? Tavita Lee as well. Tavita Lee's a good player. He can't tackle. No, okay. <laughs> defensively. But boy, he can run. And he, he played well on the weekend. He did. scored a really, really nice try, yeah. didn't he? Masarewa. Oh, Masarewa, the 27-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> He's still a bit old, but he hasn't been He hasn't been around. Who does he play for? Does he play for Taz, Tasman? Mm, yeah, he plays in the Marcos, doesn't Marcos, he? I think yeah. you're right, he plays in the Marcos. Mm. And that's where we're a bit lu- we're lucky. We've got, in New Zealand, we've got a really good schoolboy set up. Yeah. We've got then the progression into the NPC or the Mighty Ten Cup. Yeah. Then there's the Super Rugby. The problem is that they don't get paid a lot of money for the, no. for the NPC or the Mighty Ten Cup. And if they got paid more money there... They'd want to stick around, wouldn't they'd they? They'd want to stick around... And that's the problem. If they make a bit of a name for themselves and they miss out on Super is, Rugby, is then they that, can go overseas. Is that the competition where we give private owners? You know, is that where we get private owners? Nah, because that's the real. It. See, if you look at the Super Rugby, you could have private owners there because you can say, well, at the end of the season, it's then the All Blacks. But then there's a crossover period between the All Blacks tests and. The Mighty Ten Cup. Uh, okay. So if no, you were going to privatise sure. any of them, you would privatise Super Rugby. Yeah. But I can imagine, you know, some some guy from, what, Jordan, who's got an oil field, <laughs> whose son loves rugby. Yeah. You know, you or can just see it, can't rugby, you? You can yeah. just see it happening. It, it, it would be quite cool, though. I'd like to sort of just see. The um, American League... Is that yes. are those private owners? That's a great question that I have no idea <laughs> of the answer. You know, we we often we could do a little segment <laughs> about the um, we could do a little segment about the American League, couldn't we? We we you do, know we some are. facts and stuff that we need to have a look at how many teams make it up. Yeah, the players that have got signed up. Yeah, how it all works because I do think it's a it's the league of that will may rival the European League for players. You know, because when we were growing, well, when I was growing up, I'm a bit older than you. It was always the Japanese league that had the money. So it's Japanese league. Still has money though, mate. Still has money, yeah. Yeah. But now, you know, France has got all the yeah. money. Yeah. I do think that European market's getting a bit saturated. So therefore, there isn't quite the deals out there unless you're a real marquee player. So I'm hoping that those avenues might dry up a bit and then that might free up some players to stay in New Zealand, Australia, and South Africa, as long as we can just up their wages a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that has been our podcast for I another know. week. It's flowing by. There are some amazing games that will come up, and uh, we're really looking forward to giving our views and, re- and reviews. It's the first week of cutthroat rugby, really, isn't it? Knockout. Well, yeah, no, actually, knockout no. rugby. This week was, mate. There were so many games. You but it lose. wasn't knockout rugby. It pretty much was. If no, you lost, you're out. No, no, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Stormers. No, no, no. Stormers, Sharks. No, no, no. You lost that, you're out. If the, <laughs> yeah, Highland, if the Highlanders, the if the Highlanders lost, lost theirs, they're yeah. out. If the Chiefs lost theirs, they're no, out. I tell you what. There's If the Rebels lost, they were out. I tell you what. No skin off your nose. Knockout rugby, mate. No skin off your nose. And it's probably good because the weather's been absolutely dreadful here, so you haven't got sunburn. So there is no skin off your nose. Anyway, it's been a real yeah, pleasure it mm. 
to uh, hopefully entertain you. Where can they find us, Damo? We've plugged ourselves already, mate. I'm not plugging ourselves twice. Are you sure? Yes. Come on, mate. At Super Rugby Pod. (laughs) (laughs) 5,000. We'll have it. Oh, we need. 5, Are we doing 000. it up on the roof? We're doing it up on the roof. We're going to we're going to do a <laughs> special barbie? podcast on the roof with a barbecue oh, to entertain. Anyway, it's fantastic. been a pleasure. I'm saying it again. He keeps talking. Uh, hopefully, you'll catch us next week, and hopefully by that stage we would have done the five thousand. Yeah, definitely. It's been Thanks. a pleasure. Until next week. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.